One-of-a-kind shades made to order by Vaporshades.com. Vaporshades designs the outer layer of the sunglasses just like a wrap on a car. They customize your sunglasses, marbling the paint. The end result is no two pair of sunglasses are alike. Yours will be completely unique to you. Check us out at Vaporshades.com. Use promo code TUTTLE for 15% off your entire order. Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. Uh, the all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp, it's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. No wonder nobody likes you, Tuttle. Everything's a goddamn debate. Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great day so far. Make sure you check out my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds. T-U-D-D-L-E.net. When you go there, you're going to be able to find every single place that you'll be able to find me online. It can be my social media, my YouTube page, any single place, even my new Reddit page. I would like for you guys to go and check out the Reddit page that my buddy Jason, the guy that also created Tuttle.net, I wanted to have a nice little place that the supporters of the Tuttle Daily uh, Podcast We'll be able to go and just discuss anything. It, it doesn't have to be about the show. It can be about what's going on in your life. I have a Tuttle AMA, which is Ask Me Anything. That's a little section there where you can ask me any question involving my radio career or any of the people that I've worked with. And if it's a really good question, I may use it for the Tuttle Daily Podcast. So let's get the show started, guys. <laughs> So if you've been listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast for a couple of months, I've been talking about how difficult it's been trying to meet the opposite sex during this pandemic right now. I, I've been getting on Tinder and stuff like that, and I've met a few people, but it, it really has not turned into anything seriously. And I want you guys to know, like, I, I'm being very, very careful on the people that I meet. I, I really, really am. And and I know a lot of you people are like, oh, this pandemic isn't nothing. Yes, you're right. It is not as bad as other pandemics that we have had. But I'm trying to be careful because I, I know if I ended up catching COVID-19, the coronavirus, I would most likely be okay. But my main concern is both of my parents. My parents are both in their mid-70s, both have underlying health conditions, and that's one of the main reasons that I have been careful. I know a lot of people are like, oh, you're a goddamn effing pussy if you wear a mask, and guess what? I guess I'm a pussy. Like I said, I know that I would be okay if I ended up catching it. It's just my parents. Do you, do you understand, like, with my mental state, my mental being a bipolar, manic-depressive, with ADHD, OCD, how bad that would F up my life if I ended up bringing home the virus and getting my parents sick and one of them ended up dying. I would never, ever be able to forgive myself if something like that happened. So I've been very, very careful. But it's nice to be able to meet people, you know, like, because I've been telling a lot of people when right after I got divorced, I was on all of these psychotropic meds. And I was not interested in women at all. If you remember on the Bubble Love Sponge show, they used to make fun of me because I said I, I hadn't masturbated in almost like six to eight months. It's just there was no interest there at all. And I didn't even realize that it was the medication 
that was killing, absolutely destroying my sex drive, my, my interest in the opposite sex. So as soon as I got off of that, goddamn man, I was like a teenager that just discovered masturbation. Like I was, it, it was, it was very, very concerning how much I was masturbating once I got off all those psychotropic drugs. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing? You are in your late 30s, almost 40, and you're masturbating like you're a goddamn teenager. Get out there and meet people. So I've been trying to do that. And then the pandemic started. And I did meet a couple of people right at the beginning of the year, but it, it really never materialized in, into anything. And one of the main reasons is that I don't tell people a lot of my history right off the bat because that, that would just be weird. But after talking for a while, and, and you also have to understand a lot of the people, a lot of the women that I'm meeting right now all have kids. I mean, that is a new twist because you got to realize I was married pretty much through my 20s and half of my 30s. And I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't on the dating scene where I met a lot of women that had children. So I want to be an open book because I, I don't want to waste anybody's time when it comes to this. I, I want to be open because in all reality, pretty much everything you want to know about me is online. So I told a couple of them about my attempted suicide and, and spending about 10 days in a psychiatric ward. And, and it, it did scare off quite a few people, but there were some women that that we still ended up talking, but it, it never became a romantic or sexual relationship. So last night, well, let me back up a little bit. Uh, about a week ago, there, there was this girl that I've been talking to and, and she's in Orlando. And, and it's, it, it's hard to explain because I've not met somebody as unique as this person is. I, it, it's just hard to explain. And, and we really, really connected. I, I went to her house. We hung out. I went and ended up getting some food from Tijuana Flats and brought it back, hung out for a couple hours. I didn't stay way too late because I had to be up early in the morning because I came over to Tampa today because my doctor, Dr. Chiramani, the, the show doctor that I met through the BRN, through Bubba the Love Sponge, he ended up retiring. I ended up getting a phone call. So they were like, hey, if you want to get your meds in, which I am still on one med, I, I take a very small dosage of Adderall every single day. And, and for the most part, that's all that I'm in. I was like, hell yeah, I got to get over to Tampa. Plus, it would give me a reason to come visit my best friend, Colton, that I haven't seen in probably about a month and a half. I, I think the last time that I saw Colton was like a month ago. I ended up spending a couple of days with him and I ended up dropping him off at the airport because you guys all know Colton. If you've listened to Bubble Love Sponge before, you know he's a little tight on the money. And and instead of, you know, saving a few, well, not a few bucks, like a hundred bucks, he ended up, I ended up driving him to Sanford International Airport. And that was the day that they were actually having the Trump rally before the election. And if you want to check out the videos that I did, you can go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tuttle to check out me covering the Trump rally. But I ended up dropping him off. And that was the last time I saw Colton. So I'm actually recording this right now, right down the street from his house, because he's actually working right now. And I'm waiting for him to get off so I can go over and hang out with him tonight and then head back to the Hobo Fish Camp in Volusia County. But 
I ended up having a really, really great time, man. I it, it's it's amazing when you meet somebody, when you meet somebody that you just connect with on on many different levels. It's refreshing because right now with us being in this pandemic, it's difficult. It is. It really, really is. Now, I think our generation, Generation X, is the best suited for for pandemic situation because we are the forgotten generation. We are the latchkey kids of the 90s. So we ended up going to school, riding the bus, come home. Ended up having to let ourselves in the house, feed ourselves, do our homework. And then right before we went to bed, our parents finally came home and we got to spend a little bit of time with them. So we're used to Generation X is used to being on their own. But you can only take so much of that because you got to realize I'm I'm kind of a social type of person, even though I consider myself a nerd, an outcast. I like to be around people for because of what I've done all my life. Working in radio, uh, I'm just constantly interacting with people, meeting new people, and I haven't been able to do that this year. Um, I don't want you to think that I'm complaining. I, I posted a picture. If you go to my social media, facebook.com slash Tuttle, twitter.com slash Tuttle, or, or whatever, just search Tuttle on all of my social media. I posted a picture, and, and I said, that I know that this pandemic has, it's been a rough year. A lot of people got laid off from their jobs. A lot of people are, are struggling right now, especially here in Florida, because we had such a hard time with our, our unemployment website that our great governor, Ron DeSantis, let crash or was down on a couple of days. So people are having a hard time trying to get their money. A lot of people don't realize here in Florida, tourism is one of the biggest commodities that we have here. And, and it's rough for people right now. But this year has, is exactly what I needed. Fortunately, I, I made this podcast and I'm able to make money off of it right now, enough to be able to survive. I don't want you guys to think that I'm making money hand over fist right now, but I'm not. I'm one of those people, I don't need a lot of money to be able to survive so I've been fortunate enough that I've been able to help out my parents, work out, stop drinking. Because a lot of you guys don't realize right before this pandemic, I was in the mental institution. I tried to kill myself. I was a raging alcoholic that drank, took every single drug that anybody would hand to me. And I would eat. I would eat whatever the F I wanted to. And, and I, I became unhealthy which led to my bad mental state. And I was able to get off of all those psychotropic drugs, stop drinking, start working out, lose weight, and get in shape. So I know this year has been bad for a lot of people, but I really needed it. I, I did need it because it allowed me to be able to slow things down, made me take a step back and look at myself and be able to fix things. and and. It's been the greatest thing that could have ever happened to me. This has been one of the best years of my life. I've been able to turn things around in just a year. So for you people out there that are are down and, and maybe not feeling so well or depressed, you really just need to take a deep breath. And I don't want you guys to think that I'm I'm trying to be some motivational speaker because 
I'm not. I, I get turned off by those people because people have to make changes on their own. So whatever I tell you might not work for you. It, it, it really might not work for you at all. A lot of these people, these self-help guys, these motivational speakers, whoever they may be, I'm not saying that they're bad people. They're not. But a lot of them are out there just trying to prey on you. They're just trying to make a quick buck. Maybe you'll buy their book or, or buy into their program. And, and I'm not that person. I'm just trying to tell you guys because I love every single one of my supporters out there. I, I, I really, really do. I, I ended up getting a donation on my PayPal account from somebody. It said, hey, really digging the show. Here's 20 bucks. And, you know, it's nice to be able to get a little bit of money in there. But for the most part, like I've been telling you guys, if, if you don't want to support me financially, you don't have to. You can help me out by helping spread the word, telling your friends, your family, your loved ones, whoever it may be about the show. Help me grow this into something where I don't have to go back to radio. I don't have to deal with corporate radio. I don't have to live and die by ratings and worry and stress the F out every single day if I'm going to get fired because there's a lot of big radio people right now that have lost their jobs during this pandemic. Yeah, I got fired by Bubba last year because I, I was a dick. I was an alcoholic. I was self-destructive. But most likely, I would have already been fired by now because of the pandemic and, and how bad the economy has been. And don't come at me, oh, the stock market's doing well. You know what? How many average Americans actually have money in the stock market? That, that's for the rich elite assholes out there that are trying to make a quick buck. So I probably most likely would, would be unemployed either way if I wouldn't have tried to commit suicide last year and all. So what I've been able to do is turn things around this year. And you can do it too. You can easily, easily do it. You just need to start out slowly. Make make a few changes and then build and grow and grow and grow from there. Because if somebody that was in as bad a shape as I was can turn things around in less than a year during a pandemic, any of you guys can do it. So I, I apologize for getting all preachy because that that was not my intention. But it's it's getting close to the end of the year. I mean, the holidays are coming up. I think Thanksgiving is next week. And things are going to start winding down. Now, people, don't, don't think that things are going to get really much better at the end of the season or at the end of the year. Because it's not. I mean, you can't, you can't think that things are going to mysteriously get better at the stroke of midnight. December 31st, 2020. And you think things are going to get magically better? No, they, they, they might get worse. I, I saw somebody post a meme and, and said, what if this isn't a bad year, but they, uh, the start of a bad decade? And, and just think about that. I'm, I'm not trying to get you down or depressed because we might have to be in, in this whole deal for the long haul, people. Who knows? I mean, I don't think things are going to get miraculously better because Biden's the president now. No, it could get a lot, lot worse. I'm just saying, care about the things that you can control. Worry about the things you can control. Worry about your friends, your family, your coworkers, the people that are special to you, and go from there. Stop worrying about the outside things you cannot control. All right. God damn. I'm Tuttle Robbins today, I guess. Be back in a few minutes. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. DJ Nerd. 
I've only been arrested one time. A radio personality. Professionally, I'm not in the best position that I've ever been in. And hot talk satirizer? You would think with everything that's going on, a Caucasian like myself wouldn't be able to randomly talk to an African-American or a minority. You're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Make sure you check out my YouTube channel. Got plenty of great things available at my YouTube channel. It's easy to find, youtube.com slash Tuttle. When you go there, make sure you subscribe and hit that bell button because when you hit that bell button, what it's going to do is it's going to alert you anytime I put up any new content as well as anytime I go live on my YouTube channel. Tell everybody you know about it because I'm trying to grow the YouTube channel. The The more the YouTube channel grows, the more people that will subscribe to it and maybe they'll check out the podcast, the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell everybody about it. This thing is growing tremendously. Guys, I'm I'm gonna start sharing. I'm 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 gonna do like a weekly update on my analytics to be able to let you guys know where people are listening, how the numbers are, because I know as a radio listener, before I ended up working with Ron and Fez or the Monsters, I always like to hear. Like I took pride in when my favorite radio show was number one. Now I don't know if I'm number one, but I would like to be able to let you guys know what's going on with the Tuttle Daily Podcast. So I wanted to get back into what I was talking about earlier that I uh, went and hung out with a girl that I've been talking to. And this kind of relates to my next topic. And it's one of the main reasons I'm bringing it up is that, so I get there, it it was a long drive. I've been drinking a lot of water and I had to pee. I had to pee so bad whenever I got to her house. Now, you got to understand, I, I haven't been dating a lot. I was married for a really long time, and and I was on all the, the meds, and, and I really wasn't interested. So I'm, I'm kind of out of practice. But when I walk in, I was like, hey, uh, can I use your restroom? And right when I walked in, I was like, hey, I'm, I, I'm, I got to use the bathroom, number one. And she was, it was kind of awkward. She was like, oh, well, thanks for sharing that. I'm like, well, I just didn't want you to think I was going to come in and, and drop a loaf. I, I didn't say loaf. I just, I was like, I didn't want you to think I was doing number two in your bathroom as soon as I got here. So that, that was a little uncomfortable. But the reason I, I want to talk about this is, you know, why, why is it when you get older, you pay more attention to your number twos, your poops, your dumps, whatever you, whatever you want to call it. Why, why do you start paying more attention to it? Because when, when you're younger, you're just like, ah, you poop. And you don't care what it looks like. You don't care if it's hard, soft, what color, what consistency. You really don't give a damn of, about your poop. You, you just don't. Now, when you're getting older, you're like, ooh, that, that kind of stinks. Doesn't look good. And I... I think a lot of my digestion problems is from being a extreme alcoholic for those four or five years after my divorce. Like I completely wrecked myself. Now it's getting better. 
I'm I'm on a probiotic now. Never in a million years did I think I would spend my own money to to make my poops better. But I am. Um, I got a little worried a couple of weeks ago because I've been working out and I've been drinking these uh these protein shakes. Um, I I don't want to make them because I, I'm doing a lot of calorie counting. And, and I just don't want to make a willy-nilly protein shake and not know what's in it. So I've been buying those uh, chocolate muscle milks. And, I mean, they're not really, really bad in calories. But, I mean, they got a lot of great stuff, a lot of protein and stuff. But they were making my poops black. Every time that I wiped, it was gray on the toilet paper. I'm like, ooh, this, this isn't good. And I wasn't liking the consistency at all either. Now, now my digestion is getting a lot better. Uh, I've noticed that the probiotics are helping me with bloating. I actually look a lot skinnier now that I've been taking that. And a lot of people don't realize this. When you your digestion works on good bacteria and when you poison your body with alcohol the way that I did, I guess I killed a lot of that good bacteria in my gut and I'm finally starting to get it built back up. You know, I, I've been lucky that I didn't get like Crohn's or diverticulitis or anything like that because I got a lot of buddies that have had it and, and, and it looks and, and just sounds horrible. Just I don't want any part of that. And if you guys ever noticed, like I, I got a pretty good threshold of pain. I, I used to when growing up, I didn't. But from all the dumb stunts and stuff that I've done, uh, yeah, I've kind of built up. But there is nothing that will wreck your day make you more uncomfortable, make you just like, holy crap, I want to put a gun in my mouth, than a really, really bad stomach. And, and it sucks. You don't really have, think about this. I, I almost think that your digestive system has a mind of its own. Like you got a brain down in your large or small intestines that was like, yeah, I know you're going to go meet this girl. I know you're going to go hang out with some people, but I'm going to make you have to want to take a shit and, and it's the worst and to have a stomach pain, but there's no better feeling than being able to fart away stomach pain. Have you guys ever been able to do that? Like you, you were like, Oh man, right. I'm going to have to take a humongous dump and you're able to fart it away because it's just gas pain. And, and my dad used to have this old saying, you know, dad joke, dad joke coming away, coming around the corner here. Uh, a, a turd is nothing. Wait, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How, how do you say that? Oh, a fart. A fart is nothing but a turd honking for the right away. And I, you know, I, my dad had a pretty good point. It is. So for the most part, don't, don't freak out guys. For the most part, you're able to fart a stomach ache away. I am constantly arguing with my dad because my dad thinks computers, computers are going to be the downfall of society. I'm like, dad, technology is good for us. It helps us out. But more and more, like I said, I, I brought this up. This has been a common theme where when I'm younger, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to kick my own ass if I ever sound like my parents. But God damn it, I sound like my dad here because this new piece of technology I'm a little scared of like this could be used for complete evil. And it's this new technology where they're able to beam sound. You're able to hear things without wearing headphones. They can this little device. It'll beam things into your head where you can hear them without wearing headphones. 
And and I'm like, the first thing I thought of was like, okay, well, uh, people that are schizophrenic or crazy, this is gonna be a, this this is gonna be horrible for them because they're already hearing things without headphones. They're hearing voices in their heads, and and now, what the hell is this gonna do? If if people are able to beam sounds, audio into your head, this is gonna be used for complete evil. I mean, for example, here here's another example: army. You start playing like uh, uh, shares. Do you believe in love after love? Just on a nonstop loop right into the enemy's head until they just give up. They surrender. Or what about this? Political people. We just got done with the election. Could you imagine if Donald Trump was able to beam things right into your ear hole? And, and it, now, are they going to be able to regulate this? Are they going to say, hey, uh, radio stations. Hey, uh, commercial people, politicians, businesses, you're, you're not able to beam just sounds into people's heads without their permission because this would get so out of control. And think about this. Like, if I could beam sounds, I'd be like, oh, I, oh, I see that hot girl walking down the street. Bam, right in her ear hole. Hey, you want to have sex with Tuttle. You want to give oral to Tuttle and it just over and over and over again it's like how do you know that it's not your subconscious talking to you but it's just an ad that somebody is beaming into your head and would that be considered rape you know I, I've heard these stories about hypnotists uh, hypnotizing people and sexually taking advantage of women so wouldn't this be absolutely the exact same thing where you can just beam audio signals into people's heads I mean, I mean, we're already doing it right now with all the commercials that we're just bombarded on on a daily basis. So, you know what? Screw it. Let the technology roll. Let's put chips in everybody's brains. Let's let's be tracked. I get tired of wearing a debit or, or carrying around a debit card all the time. I would like to be able to just throw my hand up there, be able to pay for something. So besides getting my hand cut off. When, when some, like, robber or some vagrants want to rob me, he pulls out a machete and chops off my right hand to be able to go buy a Snickers bar at the Wawa. Hell yeah, count me in. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. Man, maybe I would have way more sex partners in my life if I just threw caution to the wind. It's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com. StitchYouUp specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let StitchYouUp help you with your logo design. Visit StitchYouUp.com. Or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Last segment of the day, still over here in Tampa. Actually made a few bucks today, lawn dogging it, helping out a few of my friends. It's always nice to be able to pay for your gas on a long trip across state. So that that was kind of nice. Hanging out now, about to eat some dinner, but... Just got a phone call from my mom, and I know a lot of people have to go through this. I mean, it, it's something that's inevitable 
for every single person. It sucks. It absolutely sucks. And and everybody knows that it's coming. And, and it's weird that it sucks because we all know it's going to happen. But to see our parents get older, it's like, it sucks. I mean, my dad, my dad's been doing a lot, lot better when it comes to his health and his walking because uh, he has a nurse come and checks in on him every single week. And he has physical therapy twice a week. And and I go walking with him all of the time. And, you know, he a lot of these walkers, my my dad's a pretty decently tall guy, but these walkers, they're they're not made for tall people. And he's always having to bend over and. And and we figured out a way. We have that uh, Florida Gators golf cart, and I I almost I almost killed my dad one day because um, we have a handle on the side of the golf cart, and and I drive it really really slow, but it has very touchy gas. But my dad he can stand straight up, he can walk long distances, and I got to go really really slow. And and like I said, it's got a touchy tug touchy accelerator. And and I was riding around with them, and we have yellow jackets around that place all the time. I don't know why the Hobo Fish Camp attracts yellow jackets, but one of these mother effers stung me while I'm walking my dad, and your first reaction is to tense up, and, and I hit the gas. I gassed it up, and, my, and I pulled my dad. He fell to the ground, and luckily I did not run him over at the time, and, and he didn't get hurt. Um, but he's doing really, really well. He he was he was not very happy with me. It's the first time in a long time that my dad called me a mother effing sea sucker or whatever. And I'm like, well, I mean, that's your wife you're talking about when you say mother effer. So he was okay, but he understood. I I I kind of get allergic to those things, and and they will wake you up as soon as they hit you. But back to what I was saying, it sucks getting your seeing your parents get old is my dad had a doctor's appointment today while I'm over here in Tampa, and it's his eye doctor. And he had some cataracts removed. He had both of them removed a couple years ago, but now they're saying he's got glaucoma. And and I got to do some research on glaucoma, but one of the things I've always heard is, and and I want to get my dad in on it, because my dad, my dad's, I mean, my mom, my mom smokes weed. She does it because, you know, she started smoking when she had her cancer. And now my dad has glaucoma. And I, I would like to hear from you. You can email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. And um, you can also give me a call, voicemail, 407-270-3044. Once again, that is 407-270-3044. Um, I, I think I can get my dad to start smoking some weed. I mean, I know he's told me. I remember the first time that I realized that my parents smoked weed. Um, I I had some stitches in my head. We didn't have insurance growing up. And my dad was like, I, I'm not sending you any goddamn doctor to have some stitches removed. And and he he removed the stitches on his own. He pulled out his pocket knife and, and had a pair of uh, tweezers and took out my stitches. But I kept smelling. I kept smelling some. And at the time, I did not know what it was. And then... A lot of my kids and friends of the of the family was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. your mom, uh, my dad smokes weed with your dad. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I put two and two together. I was like, my dad was high whenever he was taking my stitches out. But he really hasn't smoked that much because, you know, he's being an iron worker, being on a job site. They random you all the time. And what I mean by random is they they give you a random piss test. 
but he he has not been smoking any of the weed. He stopped drinking now, and 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 I think he would be so much better off if I could get him to smoke weed. But the only bad thing is that he has di- diabetes. And the one time that I have smoked weed with my pops is that his sugar was so effing high the next day because he ate the ass out of the refrigerator. Like, I swear to God, I thought we were going to have to replace the refrigerator door because he was opening that stuff up so many times. But I hear marijuana is good for glaucoma. Once again, I'd like to hear from you. Tuttle at gmail.com or uh, you can send me a voicemail, 407-270-3044. Hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Going to be uh, uploading a very special interview later today. So it's going to be a two for, well, I can't say two for Tuesday because today is Wednesday. Oh man, I should have done this on a Tuesday. I, I've always wanted to be able to like responsibly, responsibly say two for Tuesday, but I'm going to go two for Wednesday. So, hope you enjoyed today's show. I appreciate all your support, and I will talk to you tomorrow. And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Like, share, and subscribe to the show. Also... Check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast is brought to you by the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. You want some cool-ass sunglasses? Check out Vaporshades.com. Also brought to you by StitchYouUp.com, PocketPairClub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents. Show voiceover service is brought to you by jcvoiceover.com. That guy's got a damn sexy voice. You should hire him. Check out jcvoiceover.com. If you want to help support the show, go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? Concerns? Or do you just want to let Tuttle know he's being a dickhead? Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds at gmail.com. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on?